Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. Packing can be fun and frustrating at the same time. What do you bring? What do you leave at home? Well, after some big trips this summer, Shane and I have some pro tips for you when it comes to packing. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 121, original air date August 10th, 2022. So, Shane, we have had episodes about packing travel gadgets in the past. We're kind of packing geeks, I would say. Does that characterize us well? Yeah, definitely. It's funny because I'm not really a techie person. I don't have to have gadgets and stuff. But when it comes to packing, I'm in. Yeah, my Facebook feed has a lot of backpacks and luggage and things like that because they they figured out what I like to stop (laughs) and look at. Yeah, Amazon knows, Facebook knows, everybody knows the stuff that I like. Well, we've both done some traveling this summer, and so we've got some new ideas or some golden oldies that we've talked about, too, on past episodes. Tips, particularly for flying. So how do we handle the thinking about packing? How do we handle the carry-on or backpack um, that we're going to have? And then how do we handle that carry-on that we're going to have the smaller piece of luggage? We've each got some tips for doing that because I can tell you from my last trip, I don't know how much I want to check a bag anymore if I don't have to. Uh, You know, we had some issues. It took a long time for my souvenirs to get back to my house. But anyway, I digress. We're going to talk about some tips today. But first, you know what I want to know, Shane? Where in the world is all things travel? Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia. I don't think I've ever been there before. Have you? I haven't been there. Then I found this a cool piano bar named appropriately Gershwin's. And okay. it's got that speakeasy feel that we love. And you some... kind of, you know, if it's a pub or a speakeasy, you're just a, you're just a softy when it comes to those you things. Know, I've been to a couple of bars in my time. And there's different moods, different bars, you know, the loud sports bars, the louder live music bars, and the speakeasy bar is just a little quieter where you can have a conversation and the lighting is usually kind of dim and relaxing and chill and I'm all about that vibe. I like it. I like it. Well, hey, Norfolk, thank you so much for listening to All Things Travel. We love hearing where people are and where they are when they listen to us. And so reach out to Shane or I. You could do that on the Facebook group, All Things Travel, or you can do that via email that we're going to share at the end of the show, because I have a nice little gift for thanking you for being featured on the show today. And to make sure that you hear where in the world is All Things Travel next week, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you never miss any of our travel tips, travel ideas, or travel stories. All right, so we have done some episodes in the past having to do with packing, having to do with travel gear. So if this episode sparks your fancy there, go back and take a listen. We do have some episodes to help you out there, but we're going to do three main areas today, Shane. And the first is, how do you plan for packing or how do you prep for a trip? Are you a list person when it comes to packing? When it comes to clothes, I am because I, you're going to be doing different things on each trip and you're going to have, you want to dress appropriately. So I'll map out what I'm going to want to wear just to make sure that I don't show up dressed inappropriately anywhere. As far as other things though, I just never unpack my toiletries and all that. It's never unpacked. So there's no thinking about that. It's just ready to go. 
That's a good prep tip right there is stuff that you can keep packed, keep packed. I do the same thing with my toiletries. That was going to be one of my suggestions for carry-ons is, you know, keep it packed so that you know you have everything you need. Replenish what you need Mm -hmm. right after the trip and then put it away so that it's ready to go. So what I'll do to make sure it's never empty is next week or so when my new deodorant from Dr. Squatch arrives, I'll stick the new one into my toiletry bag and my travel bag and I'll take the one that's in there out to use daily. And I do that with toothpaste and floss and mouthwash. Everything's always new and full in the travel bag. And what I'm using is what's left from that. That's a great tip. So I do make lists, especially if it's a trip I haven't been on before. And just like you, my top tip for kind of prepping to to pack is to think through what you're going to need and then lay it all out before you pack anything. I, I always pack on our bed, yeah. right? Yep. I, I always lay it out on the bed and evaluate, do I really need all this stuff or am I missing things so that I know before it goes in the suitcase, I've mentally evaluated whether it needs to be there or not. I'll lay it out and then I'll group it together with the packing cubes yep. that each item is going to go in. That way I have an idea of what's going to fit, what maybe I need to rearrange into different cubes and so on. So let's talk about then the backpack. So this isn't our carry-on. This isn't our toiletries, clothes, shoes, things like that. But this is our travel backpack. Do you have a brand that you tend to gravitate towards? Well, I've got two. It depends on whether or not I'm going to be taking – depends on what I'm going to be doing. Uh-huh. If I'm going to be taking a laptop, then I'm actually in the market for an e-bag backpack and uh-huh. narrowed it down okay. between a couple. But for more of a day adventure, if I'm not going to be needing a computer, I've got one called a PackSafe, and I like it because it has a, several security features. It's got Kevlar-reinforced bottoms and straps so that no one can cut the bottom or cut your straps and steal stuff out of your backpack or take the backpack. The zippers lock and then enclose into the fabric so no one can just come up, open up your backpack and sneak Uh something out of it when you're not paying attention. And then it's also got a lock where when you're, you're sitting at a restaurant or a bar, you can unhook it and wrap it around the chair or table so that it's secured to something on the ground and no one can just walk by and grab it and run off with it. Gotcha. And it's got a nice, it's very low profile. It doesn't look like it's anything special. It's just a plain black backpack. And then the perfect size, it's light and comfortable and pretty much everything you might want in a backpack. Very good. So my backpack when I travel is almost exclusively my office backpack. And and it's, I call it my office backpack because literally I can fit my entire office. It, you know, if I'm working at the coffee shop, the library, on a trip, whatever, everything could be in there. And I do have an e-bags backpack, Shane, and I absolutely love it. It showed up on my Facebook feed a couple of years ago, and I watched the videos, and I looked at it, and I thought about it, and I looked at it some more. And I bought one and man, I am an e-bags convert. You're going to hear e-bags several times from me on this episode. I have the medium size slim backpack. It fits everything I need for my office. So I've got my laptop is in there. My Kindle is in there. My remarkable notebook is in there. I've got plenty of space for extra things. And what I like about it is, and this is kind of counterintuitive when it comes to traveling with a backpack, it doesn't fit much extra than what I need for my work stuff. 
So you because don't have all that extra weight from stuff don't, that you don't exactly. need. Exactly. So there's enough space for, you know, portable battery and some snacks and a water bottle and then my normal office stuff. And I like that because I'm not weighing myself down with a bunch of stuff when I travel. So my top tip when it comes to your backpack, whether it's a, a backpack like this for work or for a travel backpack is keep everything as organized as you possibly can. So I have a bag for my cords. I have my external battery. I have everything. And not only is it organized in smaller bags or in pockets, it's in the same pocket every time. So every time I travel and I take, I tend to take the same 98% stuff in that backpack. It's in the same exact spot because then I know I have it and I know that it's where it's supposed to be. Yeah. When you're in line for the, at the ticket counter or a restaurant or a coffee bar and you need something real quick, you just yeah. want to grab it. You don't want to have to look for it. And it doesn't have to yeah. be anything fancy, right? I mean, just plain old Ziploc bags to keep right. the separate oh, yeah. items Cor- separated. Yeah, but before I had a cord bag. Things would just be in Ziploc bags or tied with, you know, garbage bag ties, you yeah. know, things like that. And that works fine. But yeah, my my wallet goes in the same pocket when I'm traveling. My passport goes in the same pocket when I'm traveling. I know where my earbuds are so I can grab them. You know, if I have to reach up, you know, on a plane and get something, I'm, it's pretty easy to do so. And, you know, I've said this tip before, and this is because I keep messing up when I travel. <laughs> I always take a disposable water bottle. Now, on the actual trip, once I'm there, I might have a nicer one. But on the actual trip, I always have a small disposable water bottle. One, because that's what fits best into my backpack. Mm-hmm. And two, I've left too many water bottles on the plane, mm-hmm. on the at the sitting on the seat at the airport. That's kind of my go-to tip, if you will. You just don't want to use them for too many days, too many times. I, I, and, and I know, and healthy. I've heard that from you enough that I don't do that anymore. But for the actual trip, <laughs> that's what I do. Oh, yeah. Keep it handy for the day, for their flying and driving day. So I'm curious. This doesn't apply to everybody. But when in, when you're packing your microphone and your attachment for your phone, it makes it easier to take pictures. Do you? Yeah. Keep that. Is that does that go in your backpack or does that go in your suitcase? If I'm checking a bag, I always put it in my suitcase because that the handle that I use for my phone for taking pictures has a spring in it, mm-hmm. and TSA folks don't like spring. Okay. There's something about the design okay. that if it's in a carry on, it's been flagged a couple times, and it's never a problem, you know. But they have to open it up, they have they to look at it. it. So. If I'm checking a bag, it always goes in that so that I don't have to worry about sure. it. Sure. And we don't want to distract them from a- keeping absolutely. an eye out. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, I if I'm taking that stuff for vlogging or for taking photos or videos, yeah, I, I do put that in a check bag if I can. All right. So let's talk about the carry-on. I also have an e-bags carry-on that I love. I have multiple carry-ons, <laughs> you know, at <laughs> home. A carry-on size, if you will. But the one I love it's the most... And again, I got it kind of on a whim because I liked my backpack so much. Mm -hmm. I got the mother load wheeled duffel carry on suitcase from eBags. And my wife, actually, for our last trip to Italy, got the backpack version and she really liked it. So again, eBags wins the day. What I love about it is it's so gosh darn small that you open it up the first time and you're like, how in the world am I going to fit anything into this? And it holds 
so much stuff. The way that they have things structured, you know, the way that you can expand certain things, I can expand it and it's still carry on size. I will absolutely love it. What about you? Do you have a specific type of carry on bag that you use, Shane? You know, I tend to be a little rebellious in nature. So I have tried to avoid even spiting myself, tried to avoid the e-bags. And I've got a Swiss Army carry-on that mm-hmm. I had my eye on it for a while that I liked it and I just liked the look of it. And when I saw it on sale, I grabbed it. And it works perfectly fine for traveling for a carry-on, but I am going to you know, keep an eye on it and at some point invest in that e-bags. Because yeah. it, it, you know, it's fine. And if you see one and you grab it and you have a trip coming up, it's going to work out well for you. And it'll last you for several trips for several years. I've always wanted to check a bag because I don't want to carry anything. I want to carry as yeah. little as possible in the airport, I, onto I, the plane, yeah. off the plane. But I'm starting to also lean towards not checking and carrying on. And those e-bags are a lot better for being able to pack more and carry on and not having to check a bag. Right. And I will say, if you're carrying a lot of extra stuff besides clothes, or if you have a vacation that's, let's say, you know, more than four days, this e-bag carry-on might be a little too small for what you're looking for. But I love it for smaller trips. It, it has a lot of really cool features. And then my number one tip, with especially with carry-ons, not necessarily with check bags, but with carry-ons is, I almost always use packing cubes or vacuum bag, and I absolutely love those. Yeah, anytime you can compartmentalize, whether it's your suitcase, your carry-on, or your backpack, everything's well organized. You don't have to dig through everything. You know what's in what bag, and you just have to maybe just have to dig through that bag, or maybe it's a lot easier to see. Saves you some time and frustration when you're looking for something. So my third e-bag suggestion, Shane, comes with my next tip for the carry-on ah, packing. Yes. I have an e-bags toiletry bag that I love because it lays flat. So I used to have one of those traditional toiletry bags that was kind of a brick shape. And <laughs> this one lays flat. Now it's bigger, but it's flatter. So it fits in a bag really nicely. And it actually holds a lot more than my old toiletry bag did. But if you can find something that lays flat rather than is brick style, it actually takes up less room in your carry-on bag. Because then you can hang it, right? And you have easier access to all the items in it versus when they're just all, even if you leave home with them organized inside the dock kit, I guess is what they're called. Yeah. When you open it up, items might shift during flight. Are you a Caribbean American? Are you looking for a podcast that truly speaks to your culture and identity? Look no further than Carry On Friends, the ultimate destination for all things Caribbean American. Hosted by me, Carrie Ann. Dive deep into topics such as culture, heritage, and everyday life through the unique lens of the Caribbean American experience. You'll walk away feeling more connected to your roots. Follow and listen on Apple Podcasts so you'll never miss an episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American experience. Your Caribbean American community awaits. My next tip, and this is something that I almost always do to Shane, even if I'm taking just a carry on is I have a packable second bag. So this might be a small duffel bag that zips up flat 
this might be a larger, you know, kind of reusable shopping bag because that can become a carry-on if it needs to be, or that can become another personal bag if it needs to be for the trip home or the trip during your travels. Especially if you're going somewhere where there's going to be souvenirs that you want, or if it's a shopping destination and you know you're going to bring back more than you're taking. It's a great absolutely. idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. What other tips do you have when it comes to carry-ons? I've got a scale that my daughter gave me a couple uh-huh. of years ago, and you just attach it to the handle and lift, and you can check the weight of your bag. You can, and I take it with me, so that way if we're coming back, I know pretty much what the weight's going to be, and I don't have to fret oh, what's going to happen when I get to the counter. I know before I, what the weight of the bag is, and if I need to get a different bag, an extra bag, or if there's, is there something I can leave behind? I can figure that out before I get to the ticket counter. Right. The last thing you want to be is that guy that has their bag opened up at the counter, pulling dirty laundry out. Oh, and just throw this away. Your backpack and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Absolutely. So my last piece of shopping here is a product you've heard me talk about called jet bags. Oh, yeah. And yep. jet bags are for bottles of liquid. Now, obviously, this would not work with carry-ons, but for check bags, this is perfect. So if you get some wine, get some whiskey, or we've even used it for olive oil or things like that, there's Ziploc bags that have a padding inside of them that if something were to happen to that bottle of wine and it breaks, the liquid is actually absorbed rather than leaking into your bag. And I've used these bags over and over. And thankfully, I've never had to test it because they've always worked really well. And since it's just a bag, you can just take one or two. Yeah. In case you find something, you, and you don't I, have no, to buy that, something. I, absolutely. That's what we do. We just always have a few in our suitcase because you never know. We went to New Orleans a few years ago. Didn't have any intentions of bringing back any wine or liquor or anything. But then we went to the central grocer and they have the that jars of the olive salad that they use on the sandwiches. And we're like, mm-hmm. wow, we really want this, but don't really have a good way to and, carry it back. And, and the it, jet bags, I've, uh, those would be perfect. I've yeah. brought back things like honey. I've brought back. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, uh, they would work well for that. That's probably the last thing you would want your luggage smelling like if that jar broke is that right. olive salad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the olive salad from the Muffaladas, absolutely. Do you have a few things that are kind of must packs that that you pack every time that people may not think about? I have a USB charging bank uh-huh. and it's it has 10 ports in it. So it covers everything with my family travels, all of our phones, watches, AirPods, iPads. We can charge everything overnight. And then I will take it with me if I'm traveling alone because even if I'm by myself, because I still will have three or four things to charge. Yeah, oh. I like that. That that that's a really good tip. I need to get that. And I make yours, them with, but my own. <laughs> and I make them with fewer ports. And then now um, I'll probably have to get a newer one pretty soon because they're all USB two, the bigger use. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of devices that are switching to USB C and other right. charging and other plugs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Look absolutely. at what devices you have. So one thing that I had on my list is I always bring an extra pair of glasses. I lost my glasses one time in a water park, which is not where you want to lose your glasses. Luckily, I, I, I found them, believe it or not. They actually went through the filtration system and they actually got them. 
but I always carry my older pair of glasses because I don't have a, a, a pair with my current subscription other than what I'm wearing. But now because I have that nicer torture bag, it just stays in my torture bag. I no longer have to think about it. Like I've said on the show before, I always like to have one or two doses of kind of common medicines because if I'm somewhere where I don't know where pharmacy is, I always want to be able to take something to start to feel better. And something that I've used time and time again is I have a Ziploc, a gallon Ziploc bag that has multiple Ziploc bags in it, a couple small garbage bags, a small roll of duct tape, like the half size roll, a Sharpie and a pen and a couple rubber bands. And it's amazing how many times I need something like that on the trip. Yeah, I found out from you and I think another friend of ours that there's a lot of uses for rubber bands. Yeah. So so that's something that you may not think about. And again, doesn't take up any room, but is invaluable if you need it. And a great way to hopefully not need any of those medications or, you know, like painkillers or anything like that is to take some sort of hydration supplement, something with a little extra electrolytes and vitamins to give you a little energy and make sure you stay hydrated. Yep. I should have done that on my last trip. I think Miriam had one from cross country that she used and liked it during our trip. But yeah, that's something I need to remember because I know you've talked about that a lot. Well, there you go, Shane. As we wrap up, what's one more pro tip for packing that you want to make sure that everybody keeps in mind? I don't remember where I heard you mention this, but you had talked about a power bank having so that if you're in the airport or wherever you are, your phone's going to run out of battery. Something's sure. going to run out of battery. You want to be able to charge it. And if you travel a lot, whether it's for business or if you're like Ryan, you just get to travel all the time. Ryan mentioned to me before that when he returns home from a trip, he charges his power bank so that it's ready for the next trip. Oh, absolutely. It's always charged. It's always charged. Now, if My you're not per- going to travel as much. If, you, if you're just going to travel every few months, what you want to do when you get home is go ahead and use up the rest of the juice that's in it and yep. let it, go ahead and power it all the way, go ahead and char- de- discharge it all the way. And then either wait until your next trip or a month or so later, charge it fully and redo it again. Because you, you don't want to charge it up and down too many times because whether you charge it 100%, 50% or 0%, it has a certain number of charges in it. There's a specific number that it'll take. So you want to try to discharge it as much as you can and then recharge it. But also, if you're not going to be traveling for several months, a month or so into it, you want to charge it fully and then completely discharge it again, because it's also not good to let them sit too long without any charge. So it's kind of complicated, but if you want to get the most months or years out of your external charging banks, that's how I get it. extend their lives. So my pro tip that you may not think about, because everybody now travels with AirPods or wireless headphones or the wireless, you know, the big noise canceling headphones. We all love them, rightfully so. I Mm -hmm. always travel with them, but always make sure you have an old school pair of headphones because I'll give you a perfect example. When I was on the, when I was on the flight to Italy a couple of weeks ago. They have the entertainment system in the seat. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't have the adapter to go to my (laughs) AirPods, which is a really cool idea, but I just don't have that. So I whipped out my old school pair of headphones that work a lot better than the free ones they give you on 
the flight and I'm able to use those there. And I'm also able to use that directly with my computer if something happens to my AirPods or they run out of juice. It's kind of my backup for something like that. Yeah, your options there, if you don't have something like that, are you buy something at the airport, which is way overpriced, or yeah. you use the free one that the airline will give you, which is pretty close to useless. Absolutely. So, so you know, ne- next time you're at a store, spend 10 bucks, yes. get a nice pair yeah. that will actually work well, throw them in your backpack and use them when you need them. All right, Shane, I think we've given some good tips today, some things to think about next time people fly, next time people plan to pack for a trip. And you know that we would love to help you plan that trip. And we will actually even give you packing advice based on whatever trip you plan with us. Shane and I are both travel advisors with Creating Magic Vacations. And you can reach us at Ryan, that's me, R-Y-A-N, at creatingmagicvacations.com. Or Shane, S-H-A-Y-N-E, at creatingmagicvacations.com. Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress.